Now, grace, mercy, and peace come to you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be our Old Testament lesson from Numbers chapter 21 that will serve as the basis for our sermon this morning. Now, there's an old idiom that we used to throw around, or we still do it at times, although I doubt we've used it at any point in this last year with COVID going on, but the idiom goes, things are looking up. And of course, there are many very you know, variations of this idiom, things like, you know, things are on the up and up, or life is looking up. Um, and I've got no idea. I've tried to research where that origin of that phrase came from. No, no clue where, who came up with that or where it came from. Uh, but what I do find interesting is that it really depends on the perspective and the circumstances of the person, you know, to use that. As in, oh, you know, what, what are they dependent upon for things to look up in their lives? You know, what are they dependent upon for things to be on the up and up? I also find it interesting that we spend a majority of our time looking anywhere but up when you think about it. We grumble a lot in our lives. We complain. We spend time down in the dumps. Sometimes we focus on the slightest negative thing that would interrupt any positivity in our lives. And we might have an idea of where we want to be, but we humans tend to focus on on those things that would break us uh, from positivity. It's like we have a narrow focus um, instead of having the bigger picture in life. Years ago, we had a fire drill at our nursing home in the, in the Lutheran Haven. We have one every month. But this was, I remember this one particular time that we did this fire drill. And it was a total disaster. Everything went wrong. We had a debriefing at the end of it where we gathered all the staff around. And this is where the staff got to tell us what went right, what went wrong, and all that good stuff. Well, there was this one particular person who just grumbled about everything. It was, you know, couldn't hear the PA system and had no clue where I was in the building. And you people, this is too much for us to remember. And why did we have to blah, 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 you know, it just went on and on. So the biggest thing concerned amongst all the staff was that they didn't know where they were. So we said, fine. So we made up these laminated cards and hung them up on the bulkheads between our smoke compartments. And it said, you are here. And smoke compartment this. And go through these doors and you are now over here. So all they had to do was look up to move to safety. So we thought, great, we have all this resolved. We expected the next fire drill to be smooth. Well, we get into the next fire drill. And it was being timed. Well, this particular person who, uh, who had complained and, and everything. And we went through this with this person about, you know, make sure you look up and all this. Got stuck again. And, you know, the person who was timing us, the instructor said, you are now deceased. You took too long to get out. And, oh, by the way, all you had to do was pick your head up and look up, and you would have been led to safety. Never forgot that. You know, that there's things in our lives that, you know, we can look to for help. And yet, we don't do that. The thing uh, is that, you know, the Israelites certainly know a thing or two about looking up to see the bigger picture. You look at our our account from Numbers 21 today. We see this with the snake on a pole. Imagine being consigned to wander the desert for 40 years. That's a long time in a sandbox. Instead of a land of milk and honey, they get the wilderness. And as if that weren't bad enough for the Israelites, they have no water, nothing to eat except for this what they deem worthless food and manna. And so they wander and they complain. 
bemoaning that they had it far better in those days of, even though they were in bondage, but it was security back in Egypt. This is a people who are trapped in between a promise and a fulfillment. And uh, today, all they're doing is complaining. But now they're about to find out that things are about to get a lot worse for them because of their complaining. It's not the first time that they've complained throughout their wanderings. But this time, they're not only complaining against Moses, they're complaining against God. They've lodged complaints against Him in the past. But, you know, can we honestly blame them? They were supposed to see the promised land, and they're stuck out there with less than ideal food, less than ideal conditions. And still hasn't, you know, for 40 years is a long time in the desert. And it doesn't even look like they've made any progress. And now, they get snakes on top of all that. God doesn't take pity on them. He doesn't look at them like He did at His people after the flood. No, He gets angry with them. Sends out these fiery serpents on them. Doesn't shed any tears. But He allows them to die off. Getting bitten. This was the generation now. This is the Exodus generation who was given this promise of the land in Canaan. And they're dying off at a pretty good clip up to this point. Which begs the question, is there going to be anybody left to make it into the promised land? Interesting. It's interesting that these people are looking down and all they're complaining and they're grumbling and they still can't see the snakes that are biting them. There are a few areas in this account that we need to reconcile this morning. First, what does this account say about the character of God? What kind of God is it that sends snakes and inflicts death on His people who are in the desert for 40 years and complaining about their plight? Well, we need to remember the context of the Israelites. Remember, they had been rescued from slavery by God. They'd been sent to Mount Sinai. They were given the Ten Commandments. They were put under a contract with God. If we were given the promise of a better life and a new land to be in. And yet, they're the ones that have broken the covenant with God. They're the ones that have turned their back on God. Not looked up to Him in faith and in trust. And there, thus, there are people that are quite honestly worthy of punishment. And then secondly, as I mentioned earlier, will there be anybody left to enter the promised land? They're dying off at a pretty good clip here. We've been, we have to read Scripture. We have to move on in Scripture to find that out. But the answer is yes, there will be people left. Despite all of it, the Israelites do go on, even amidst the dying off, amidst the snakes and the suffering. And so does God. God doesn't just totally abandon the Israelites, does He? He doesn't leave them without a remedy to all this. Yeah, he does get angry with them. He sends snakes out to, to bite them. But then, after they recognized that they had sinned, they went back to Moses. And they asked Moses to intervene for him. And Moses does. And what does God do yet again? He relents. And he commands Moses, make a fiery serpent, set it on a pole. And everyone who is bitten, when he sees it, shall live. God never leaves His people totally high and dry, does He? He never leaves us without a way out. But, it's interesting to point out, even those 
who do get healed by looking up at the pole still don't make it into the promised land. But there is a people. There is a people that will make it in there. And there comes a point where God looks down and, and decides that that pole, that serpent, is not enough. It is a remedy amidst the suffering only. But God then will decide to set something else on a pole to save humanity. The Israelites wandering in the wilderness was probably more enduring than they could have ever imagined, and yet they would go on. But how? Well, how else? They only have one option. That's God. The only way that they can move on through that desert, move on in life, is in faith. It's in looking up in faith and in trust at the Lord. They're not capable of securing peace for themselves. Only God's providence can do that and does that. But all they have to do is look up. Look up in faith and trust. And at the end of the day, that is what it means for us to live a life in God. Looking up. In order for things to look up, we must look up to God in that faith and that trust. It's the only way that we can move forward in life amidst the strife and the pain and the suffering. And something else I want to point out here. Notice, they're in the wilderness. God didn't rescue them by taking them out of the wilderness, did He? He left them right where they were. He came right to where they were, and He brought a healing remedy right amidst all that pain and that suffering. I think sometimes as us humans complain and we gripe and everything else, and we want God to take those things away from us. But does God always do that or allow that to happen? No. You know why? Because we're a people that are caught between promise and fulfillment. We still live with one foot in this world and one foot in God's kingdom amidst brokenness and pain and suffering. That's the reality of the life that we live here in our earthly pilgrimages. And for you know the Israelites, there they are. Having come from bondage and security of, of Egypt and into a wilderness roaming full of less than ideal food and snakes, and yet God's healing doesn't come from Him removing them, removing the snakes from them. It comes right in the midst of them all. And we, like the Israelites, live in a wilderness amidst pain and suffering and disappointments. Sometimes that pain and suffering and disappointments are self-inflicted. Sometimes we walk around looking anywhere but up, mired in our own experiences and trying to figure a way out of them, getting bit by the snakes that are in our lives. And other times, that pain and that suffering are just a product of the broken world we live in. And everybody's wilderness is different. Just ask anybody during COVID what their wilderness looked like. As we've been separated from one another, hiding behind masks, there are many who are lonely and disappointed that this isn't over with yet. There's many who have endured the uh, mourning because of loss of loved ones during COVID. And we're broken. And we hurt. And how do we move on? We've got to move on. We've got to keep moving one foot in front of the other. But we don't move on without God. There's no answer to how everybody gets out of their wilderness aside from looking up in faith and trust. Not as a snake on a pole, but at Christ on the cross. 
That's the only way. God comes amidst all of our pain and our suffering right to where we are and calls us to look up to healing. But He also calls us to be there for one another. To help encourage each other. To help each other stay in His Word. To be there and provide for one another. For those who are lonely. Those who are distanced and marginalized and impoverished and broken. We move together. We look up together. And what God has first provided for us. So He comes to us in our wilderness wanderings. Amidst the pain and strife and disappointments and gives us a remedy. Not in the form of a snake on a pole, but of a pole with a man nailed to it, high on a high on a desolate mountaintop overlooking a holy city. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. And through this remedy that towers high and shatters over the death dealing forces we live amongst in our wildernesses. We're justified and we're reconciled and we're healed once and for all. In our wanderings, He's given us the body and blood of Christ in Holy Communion to feast on. He nourishes us in His Word and brings us forgiveness and cleanses us in our baptisms. And He calls upon us to look up to Him in faith and to look to one another, caring for and encouraging one another in His Word, spreading His love throughout creation. So that those who are out there dying in the wilderness can be healed. Yes, as God's children, life is looking up. And to God be all the glory. Amen.